Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. With me again is Ken Everson. He can sing, folks. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since we had somebody out here just belt out a song. So I told him the word of the day is surrender. And, boy, when I think of surrender, that was the hardest thing, Ken. Mm. The hardest thing I've done in my Christian walk is just say, God. You know, I had all those years in the Army. I had a government job lined up. I was ready to go. I was going to continue to make money, live the good life. Uh mm. Boy, I had no idea what I was missing. I had no idea what it was like just to say, God, I'll serve you. Now, brother, do you remember your surrender? Do you remember when that happened? I remember surrendering to God when I got saved as a as a young boy. I also remember surrendering my life in school. Wow. Um, like thinking about it, that I had a little bit of years behind and thinking about, hey, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in college. What What's next? Does yeah. God have those years ahead of me? Does he Does he have those? Uh, am I holding on to those? And uh, it was a, it was a it was a heart conference at Northland, yeah. and um, I remember going forward and just committing and said, God, whatever you whatever's coming up, um, it's yours. Surrender to you. Your will first, mine after. And um, yeah, I just think of the song. I surrender all. It well, just encompasses that. I think it does. Know? I think it does. And friends, you know, as we go through, sometimes we have to surrender just a day at a time. But sometimes it, it always begins with just a total surrender to God. And, uh, well, why don't you go ahead and do that for us then, brother? He's got a song picked out for us, I Surrender All. All to Jesus I surrender, all to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all, I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender And that's some great stuff. Thank you, brother. I love that song. And, you know, I'm reminded whenever we get here, we're dealing with a word like surrender. I always go to Romans 12. Uh, here's the apostle being inspired by God to write to the church at Rome that was a mess. I mean, the church at Rome was a mess. And uh, I think, I, you know, if Paul was right to my church and your church, you know, <laughs> it, it'd have something to say as well. That's right. Yep. But but right away here in Romans 12, so I hate to I hate to be that guy, Ken, that, that always says, man, the church was a mess. But, 
Can you imagine how he looks at all of us? But it says, yeah. I beseech you, that first verse in Romans chapter 12. So the first three chapters of Romans deals with sin. Next three chapters deal with salvation. The three chapters, really four chapters after that, deal with sanctification. And then all of a sudden, so we know there's sin, those first three, hey, you're a sinner. Those next three, hey, God died for sinners. Uh, those next four, you know, it's time we go out and learn to get mm. more Christ-like in all that we do. And then all of a sudden we wake up and it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. You see that word, therefore, it goes back to everything else in the book of Romans. So it's going yeah. back to you got to know your sin. Mm-hmm. You got to know your salvation. You got to know your sanctification. You got to be digging in, wanting to learn because uh, surrendering to God just doesn't come to anybody. Surrendering to God, we all can do it. Uh, but it comes with knowledge. You, the more knowledge that you got built on board, uh, the better off the surrender will be. Like every day I have to surrender a little bit to God. But just like our brother said, you know, I went to the altar and said, God, whatever you had for me, I did the same thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you, when you get that chapters 1 through 11 out of the way, when you realize what sin is and you stay away from it, when you get saved and make sure you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then when you dig in, one day you wake up and you say, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Essentially, that's the least you can do. Yeah. That's the very least you can do. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it's saying it's a reasonable service, Ken. It's saying, you know, I, I, I showed you what sin is in those first three chapters, and you're a sinner. That's what God says to us, and mm-hmm. we all know that. There are none righteous, no, not one. We all fall short of glory of God. And uh, and this next thing, we I, I saved you. I showed you what salvation was. And then you went out and you worked these things. But now, you know, throughout the Bible, we know there's surrender. Throughout the Bible, uh, we we know that people uh, have sacrificed. We've seen it in doves. We saw it with Isaac and uh, uh, Abraham and Isaac. We we've seen what surrender is throughout. We've seen the spotless lamb. We we've seen a goat surrender. We've seen surrender throughout the Bible, and all of a sudden, here's God telling the church at Rome, "Well, there's more to just that animal you're looking for out there." That's right. I need you to surrender. Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking when you see that, Ken? That's the whole the whole body, soul, spirit all needs to belong to Christ. Um perhaps when uh we first come to him, that's uh our, our spiritual uh soul being saved, being ripped from the pit. And uh at least for me, it wasn't till later where uh like I said, I started having some some thoughts about the future as I matured and uh, looking, you know, and I look at the verse, it says, don't be conformed to this world, uh, being transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's your reasonable service. It's your logical service. After all that God has done, both in the condition of, like you said, our sin and his holiness, it's only logical what we should be doing. Yeah. And this is kind of where the rubber hits the road a little bit too. For those of us who've been through junk and have traumatic brain injuries and things of yeah. that nature. You know, people are always yelling baseline, mm. you know, so whenever you deal with anything that mentally impedes you, so obviously like a traumatic brain injury in my life, it changed things. Yeah. So I had to constantly deal with that change. So people are constantly talking to me about a baseline. Yeah. Are constantly talking to me about this. And what helped me the most is when I realized I wasn't going back to the guy 
uh, who was in a helicopter accident. Yeah. I'm not going to be that guy. Mm. And I had to surrender that portion of my life to God. Mm. And God's made it better. Uh, But there are so many who are listening to to this particular uh, broadcast today who are saying, man, I'm I'm in it right now, brother Doug. You know, I'm trying to get this baseline and, and stop that. Yeah. You know, just take what God's given you from it and build it every day. And it begins with a surrender. It begins saying, man, I need to, I need to surrender everything I got to God. I need to, you know, this is about, uh, this is about what God can do and not about what I can Mm. do. And, uh, and, and getting to that place, Ken, I mean, for me, I'm just being honest with you. For me, that was a big step. It took, you know, there was maybe a year where I kept saying, you know, well, why don't I have this? Or mm. why don't I, why can't I do this the way I used to do that? You know, I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And two, with that, as we grow and as new thing comes, new things come along, like I said in the, in, in the yesterday's episode, uh, uh, I started a business. It's, I'm not quite even a year into it. And God has just brought so many things into my life that I've never seen before. Um, some blessings that just, you know, I get to do what I love and get paid for it. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're talking about that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but, um, but what a blessing that is where I get to use my gifts and, uh, make a living out of it and provide for my family and have that satisfaction, um, that, you know, a guy enjoys um, the satisfaction of being able to work and provide for his family. And um, things I've never had before, you know, as far as a career goes, and have I surrendered those to the Lord? I've never had to because I never had this position before. So I think, too, is that, like, as we grow and as new things come into our life, as God blesses, as God gives and he takes away, are we surrendering it as we're going along, as we grow? Because it, when God brings in new things, I have to remember, all right, Lord, I'm already surrendered to you. Here's some new things that came in. Are they still yours? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we're a living sacrifice. And the problem with the living sacrifice is they can crawl off the altar. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that's that's a big deal, too, folks. I mean, and, and I think there, you know, I think there needs to be integrity built in when we surrender, too. Yeah. There, you know, we don't just, and, and the problem is so many people have this uh theological basis that's two inches deep it's 20 yeah. miles long and two inches deep and, yeah. and, and and they'll run to the altar uh without regard mm. of the lord they're running to without regard of what they're doing they just want to make you know maybe they hear a good sermon maybe they they've been through you know again i'm not judging anybody's circumstances i'm just saying this kind of surrender is the holy and acceptable one yeah. This surrender here in Romans 12, 1 comes with being holy yeah. and acceptable unto God. And that's not just something that you run up the aisle and say, God, I, I surrender all. Sure. You know, yeah. I'm there. I'm there. And, and then the next day you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. There a song <laughs> Let me like figure that? out what I just did. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think folks, again, it goes back to that traumatic brain injury that I had, you know, you got to make a decision as saying, uh, I had a lady tell me one time, she said, Doug, you got to forgive yourself. I said, I can't, I'm not a savior. I'm not sin free. I can't forgive <laughs> myself. Mm. I need us only a savior can do that. So, but listen, folks, hang with me. We'll be right back with you. We want to go ahead and let these radio stations do what they have to do. We're so thankful for them. Thank, thank you to those who run us out there. Here we go. We'll be right back.
So for those of you who are hanging with us, this is just a moment of time where the radio stations actually run their commercials. But just hang with us. We'll be right back with you. Thank you so much. And and, and can you, you, you to understand surrender and to understand baseline and to understand that those of us who've been through junk, those of us who suffer from stuff, those of us who've been in places we don't want to be, we, we got to understand that there's there's a uh, the world is messing with us too. Yeah. There's two sides to the coin. That's true, yeah. We got God, who's God. I mean, that's why we talked yesterday. We, we built up to this point. I, I really believe God led us here where we talked about trust and we talked about uh not being a respecter of men and mm. not lifting somebody up who has a million dollars over somebody who has to borrow 10 bucks to eat lunch and and i think as we look at that next verse there romans chapter 12 and be not conformed to this world the world's respecters of men folks yeah. uh, but be transformed by the renew of your mind that's reading your bible that's pretty simple we mm-hmm. renew ourselves by hopping in god's word this morning as i was uh at the gym you know between sets i'm listening to the bible i'm reading the bible i'm driving down the road listening to the bible i'm reading the bible at my desk because i want my mind renewed i gotta get the junk out of it that's causing me problems that you may prove so you actually got something here that's provable what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god so Two sides of the coin. I'm completely surrendering. But when I do that surrender, when that surrender happens, when everything changes, all of a sudden, well, I got to get out of the world. I live in it. I right. daily commute in it. I'm all this, but I can't conform to it. That's right. Yep. You're, you're pulled one way or the other. We're almost on a moving stream. And if you're not paddling, you're not staying still. You're going the other way. Yeah. I remember cartoons when I was a kid. <laughs> You remember that wiry, what is it, the coyote? Wiley coyote. Yeah. Yeah. Coyote, and then you had the roadrunner. You know a coyote runs 10 miles an hour faster than a (laughs) roadrunner? I just want to share that. I read that, and it ruined my life. It ruined the whole thing. It just ruined everything all those years. And uh, I had a roadrunner out at Fort Bliss one time that was trying to bite me. I was the rifle carrier. I'd shoot snakes and stuff. We'd run through the desert once a week. And in the Army out there, we had these huge (laughs) desert runs. One guy would carry a rifle in case a rattle. I I shot a couple rattlesnakes out there. Oh, Honestly, and then I had this one roadrunner that yeah, we had to have a meet. Me, well, he was he, he wasn't beep, beeping. He was chomping away at my leg. Oh, and, no. uh, yeah, this one this one had a problem. He, <laughs> he he didn't anymore after that day. But and, and so we we understand we 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 understand that we have to surrender completely, wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. And, and that means mm-hmm. that we're no longer conformed to the world. And then we get to this next verse. And this next verse is kind of a cool thing too. It says, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, that's everybody in church, everybody there in Rome, men, women, everybody, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So here we are, Ken, we're wanting to be respecters of men. Mm. Uh, We surrender we say we got to get away from this world, and then we're reminded what that looks like. Yeah. Right away, we're being told, well, hey, listen, don't be thinking too high of yourself. Don't be a respecter of yourself. 
Right. Isn't that what it's saying? That's right. Don't, don't, and not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Well, how are we to think? Well, it tells us if we keep reading. That's a problem I find is that sometimes we stop reading too soon (laughs) and we go, we go looking for the answer when it's in the next verse away. But to think of himself soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, God's the one who designed it all. He's the, he is the reason why. Oh, I don't think of myself as better as anybody else because I'm the same. We're all the same. Yeah, and again, it gets back to all this stuff we're talking about. We can't forgive ourselves. Yeah. What are we going to forgive ourselves for? I mean, you know, we're the the person. I I heard a preacher one time. He's not a preacher anymore, thank goodness. But he he posted a sermon online that he was preaching his sermon. He posted the sermon on forgiving yourselves. Folks, you're going to have a hard time finding scripture on that. Yeah, because we 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 have God forgive us, and we accept. I will go as far as to say we need to accept God's forgiveness. Yes, yes, and uh, I and I think that's real important. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, what do you think? It's true. I I I agree with you because um, having dealt with some mental health issues myself, if you go to the world philosophy of yeah, you need to forgive yourself. Well, you know, let's look at it from a scriptural point of view, and just like you said. We need to accept God's forgiveness of ourselves because we can't forgive ourselves. In order to forgive, you have to be the one that was wronged. Yeah. And we didn't wrong ourselves. We wronged God. Ultimately, that's what Romans talks about is, our, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. <laughs> What's it? For all, have, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of man. Man has no glory. Our glory is in the Lord. He's the one that we offended. He's the one that um, we owe. So in order to accept the forgiveness has to come from a perfect source, especially for, you know, the utter corruption of man. And uh, not trying to go too deep in theology, yeah. brother, but this is practical. This is where we live. Yeah, that's what they call you practical know? theology. That's the, right. be- the best class, the yeah, first, practical right. theology. Yeah. yeah, and we just, um, uh, yeah, it's it's the Lord who forgives, and we need to remember that. that that's, a, that's a sneaky one there. It's sneaky. It is. It, it's necessary. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you, it comes down to like self-esteem, self-value, self-worth, mm-hmm. self, just change all that to God. That's right. I, I believe it's real. I believe, uh, self-worth is real, but I believe your worth means so much that Christ died for you. That's right. And yep. that, that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for God so, so loved the world, you, you could replace the world. So God so loved you yeah. that he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. So that's how much God loved us. So somewhere along the way, we, we, the reason we got to not be conformed to the world is because conforming the world brings us to this strange, uh, bizarre type of, you know, this is what we're telling you to do, but we're really not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. So just to tell you guys a little bit of my story and, and this isn't intended to be a funny psychiatrist story, but it is one. (laughs) I actually was going through some evaluations for, uh, uh, for the veterans uh, administration and they sent me up to talk about my PTSD and some of the things I've been through with a psychiatrist. Oh, one, by the way, uh, I don't think I've ever met a psychiatrist who isn't the most wonderful people. I mean, wow. this woman was really wonderful. That's great. And uh, I sat down with her. What the army does is they, they have this persnickety. Is that a word? Yeah. Persnickety yeah. <laughs> way of testing you where they want to ask you the same question uh, four different ways on four different tests, and they want to change the order up and stuff, so you can't fake them out. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you know, they're trying to, so people would come in and say, yeah, I suffer from PTSD. I'm up all night, whatever the case may be, you know, so real quickly, you notice, Hey, didn't they just ask that question, <laughs> you know, three pages ago, yeah. but they asked it a little bit differently. They just mm. changed it around. Well, anyway, I went through and took the test and, uh, and I think there should be some type of test. I don't think people should, Hey, you got PTSD unless they really right. have PTSD. But I remember she came out of her office and said, Sergeant major. And she, you know, a lot of times they call you by your rank, uh, at the BA hospital as well. And I said, yes, yes, ma'am. And she said, let me walk you to the elevator. Cause it was, it wasn't about getting treatment from her. It was about does Doug have PTSD or not? Mm. I mean, cause I asked her, I said, why am I here? And she said, it falls into a simple question. Does the Sergeant major have PTSD yeah. or not? And uh, <laughs> pretty we're gonna, simple. We're test you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that made sense to me. But anyway, uh, she walked me down the hallway to the elevator. And while she was walking me, she was crying and mm. she was rubbing my back. And she said, you really messed up. How do you, oh. hold, how do you hold it all together? Oh. And oh. I just looked at her. I said, you know, God, she said, well, yeah. you're so happy and stuff. But you, she said, we've never had anybody ace the test on the bats. <laughs> she said, <laughs> oh, no. she said, you, you completely ace the test. What gets you through? Mm. And I'll tell you, for those of us who can completely ace the test or even pass it on the bad side. Yeah. You got PTSD. Yeah. You got this junk going on in your mind, in your life. Uh, like I have, um, you need God. Yeah. Uh, the surrender needs to be there mm-hmm. because you know, Ken, if we're not careful, I mean, crazy is a weird place to be in this generation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, out of, out of your mind <laughs> in, in, in a different place when you're talking about, you know, being conformed to the world, that's where the world is. They are out of their minds. Uh, you don't have to go look far to see that. Just how uh, how crazy crazy as a is a funny word, but just out of their minds, out of the spirit, out of out of just logic and um, holiness and goodness and righteous. We're supposed to be thinking on things that are good, true, honest, pure, lovely, good report. And uh, when you're carnal, when you're yeah. <laughs> headed that way, those are not things that are filling your Philippians, mind. Philippians, the great litmus test over there. I think it's Philippians four eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. You really need to ask these questions. You know, I got this quote, and I'm going to go ahead and close right there. Thank you, Ken, for being with us and singing for mm-hmm. us. And pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, and shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. So, folks, I don't know what you're going through today, but remember, sometimes God shouts through our pain. Sometimes he reels us in. Sometimes he brings us to that point of surrender. And listen, we're praying for you. We love you. Glad to have Ken here. Ken and I are just practical people trying to serve God. Pray for (laughs) us if you think about it. Uh, But listen, if we can do anything for you, make sure you find us at Doug uh, at WoundedSpirits.com, Helpful Wounded Spirits. We sure do love you. Listen, when you go out today with that smile that only God can give you, May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin. For the wages of sin is 
death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.